0: Good morning and welcome to Connections Radio Show where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you joined us and made the connection. I'm Lori Fitz, your host. And as you know, the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us get us thinking, get us connected, perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we made the connection. Sometimes I'm asked what podcasts am I listening to? What I subscribe to. And I usually am left staring blankly because I have no idea how to look for, find, and subscribe to the mysterious podcast that supposedly I should have a library of and that come nicely into my inbox for my listening convenience. And I know this show is a podcast. And if folks want to sup- subscribe, you can So I mostly think of podcasts as shows that were on the radio, and then I sort of know that there's some magical self-producing podcasts that are generated, and they're cool to listen to if you can find what interests you. So today I want to have Podcast 1101. I want to get connected to the podcasting world. I feel like I am venturing into a new world, but I need to have a navigator. I need to learn about this mysterious new land. And I have our very good friend of AM 950, Ian Levitt, who I know lots of you know and, and are crazy about. So I brought Ian back and he's now running Studio Americana. And he's going to talk to us about podcasting, learning about it ways you may be interested in subscribing to podcasts or possibly you may want to do a podcast of your own and find out what sort of things you have to do to do a podcast. So, welcome Ian. We're so glad you're here.
1: Thank you, Laurie. It's uh it's fun to be back not just on the radio but uh here on AM 950.
0: Oh, we're delighted to have you. It's uh you're a good friend to the studio and we're we're glad that that we've kept the connection yeah. here on Connections Radio show. So, Tell me, uh, perhaps a background first, about how did you get started wanting to have a studio of your own and substantially supporting podcasts out there?
1: Well, you know, podcasting, as you kind of talked about a little bit in your introduction, is radio. Um, it is for all intents and purposes. Like you said, your show is on a podcast now as well. And there are many, many podcasts out there where people are producing at home or they're producing in a studio like ours. And it, it, offers, it offers an opportunity to have a whole new audience that isn't in, say, the what we would call the terrestrial area of the transmitter, right? Because everything's done online, which means you can be traveling overseas in Europe and the moment Connections Radio is downloaded on to the podcast app, you can listen to it 10,000 miles away. So it's just this, um, it also has no format, it doesn't have to be a certain length. You can if you choose to be. You can uh, say any words that you want to
0: on a podcast. <laughs> Which we can't hear today. Right. There's
1: uh, there's a lot of, as they would say, freedom to it. And uh, while I don't think radio is going away, what I think you're going to see over the next decade especially is the content that is in the podcasting sphere will very much be informing the content of what's over the air in radio in five or ten years. And uh, So a partnership per se. I think a partnership is, is a big opportunity. Opportunity there. I think podcasting just offers a lot more flexibility both for the listener and for the content creator.
0: So, is that what intrigued you that you saw there was a future and you wanted to have something that was part of that?
1: Yes, I wanted to be a part of it. Yep, I think that. It's an interesting time right now where podcasting, as you kind of talked about, is still, for some people, and it's less the case every day, but for for many people, is still a foreign term.
0: It's a great mystery. Yeah. I mean, I'm familiar enough with, as I said, I mean, I I know my show is, and I know I can go on to any of the AM950s and listen to the podcast. For the longest time, I thought that's just what it was, is that it's the recorded radio show. But then more and more people were saying... Well, what do you subscribe to?
1: Right. Actually, most podcasts are not shows that started on the radio. Most of them are are shows that were started by traditionally, you know, one to three people recording on their computer about a topic that they really cared about, uh, that, you know, they didn't work at a radio station or they didn't have access to get it out there on the radio. So, but they really were passionate about it. And so they made an audio show and that's now what a podcast is.
0: They had a barn and they put on a show. That's right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So, but what what specifically said to you? I want I want to have a studio. What 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 did you personally invest to make sure that you wanted to have something that that's like this beautiful studio? Sure. Here?
1: Well, you know, I think for the twenty years that I had been doing traditional radio and a little bit of television, um, and you know, things got to a point for me where I didn't necessarily want to daily go out and tell people my opinion on things or uh-huh. absorb the news all day and, uh-huh. then, and then talk about it. But there are a lot of people that do want to do that or they want to talk about something totally different than that, something that is more of a niche and a hobby for them. And I thought with the know-how that that I have and that my team has and with the right equipment and the
0: right facility, I really wanted to do that for other people. And I can attest that as when you were the program director, you've always been really supportive of new ideas, very supportive of you know the opportunities and the I fresh... I appreciate that. Yeah, and with that, I can see that you're doing that with even more people and with even more opportunities for them to, to bring their ideas to life.
1: Yes, yes, I think so. And I think part of what's nice about specifically what we do here is if you have something... Uh, If you have a podcast or a potential podcast that you want taken very seriously, you want to have guests on that don't want to come to your garage or to your basement, that we have not only a facility that is, you know, I think I, I agree. I think it's a nice facility. It's a place. It's a professional area where people can come in and record. But also, and I think at the core of what what we're doing here is we can take care of everything else other than what you say in that microphone. We can even edit what you say in that microphone, (laughs) but that's kind of the idea. You don't have to be a technical expert. You don't have to be a 20 year radio veteran to have a good show. Um, if you have the right people helping you,
0: and I think that's a great point because the other thing that happens when people start podcasts talking about podcasts, there are all these terms that come throwing at me that I, I have like no idea. Sure, what, they're they're in alphabet soup. There is, is all kinds of technical crazy, and I just think uh, you know how blessed I am to be able to come to a studio and all of that's taken care of for me. Right. And I'd have to imagine that podcasters, you know, if they're thinking about doing something like this, may feel overwhelmed as well when Certainly. they start looking at you know all the things that they would need to know if they were going to broadcast out of their, or not broadcast, do the podcast out of their basement. I think
1: broadcast is a perfectly acceptable word, considering it's now worldwide. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to start with their iPads or their computers and a little USB mic and that sort of thing. And when you're getting started, if you're just doing something as a hobby, you're not looking to make money off of it, you're not necessarily looking to garner an audience, that's perfectly fine. That gets you used to what it's like to host a podcast and some of the technical stuff that goes around it. What we're really aimed at is people that are um, either businesses or individuals that are taking this uh, to the next level.
0: One thing that I love about your studio is that you do feel welcome from the Time you open the door and, and go in. Oh, like thank you. You've got a wonderful atmosphere. And one that I know that you're going to be sharing with folks, you're going to be doing open houses. And I also want to make sure that folks know about that. Sure. And and that you'll be kicking those off soon.
1: Yeah, this Thursday, in fact, we have a workshop that's on uh, how to launch your podcast. So it isn't the, you plug this thing into this machine and that into this machine. It's, it's more the how to... Um, this is a little more about My experience from AM950 and some Mm -hmm. other radio stations is how to present a show, how to prepare for guests, how to make sure that even your microphone technique is on point so that everything goes as smoothly as possible.
0: And that's coming up this Thursday? This Thursday. March 22nd. Well, we're going to be promoting that also on fits-radio.com. You can even sign up for coming to the workshop. Yep. I know Ian would love to see AM950 listeners. Why not? Come and, you know, be able to see the studio. And also learn firsthand what does it look like, what does it feel like to come into a studio, and mm-hmm. what might uh, an idea that you have that you want to share. Maybe it's one podcast, or maybe it's a whole series. You'll support both.
1: Absolutely, and I think you bring up a good point uh, that has a lot to do with why we're doing this workshop, is some people do come into a studio, and you know it's all set up, it's all ready to go, and that can be intimidating for some people, and they say, okay, now I'm behind the mic, what do I do? And we want to take that Anxiety out of the process. That's kind of the idea of the workshop is to make you feel like when you do decide to get behind whatever microphone it is, that you um, put your best foot forward.
0: And I know that there's a lot of reasons that people may want to have a podcast. It's not just about radio show, which you had mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. If it is something that you have as a business that you have an expertise in that you want to be able to perhaps market your yep. ideas but you don't want to have it be an infomercial
1: right exactly it can't be an. in right. my opinion it cannot be an infomercial because mm-hmm. if you go out there with the hard sell on here's my product you should buy my product nobody's going to listen to episode two of your podcast right right i mean right. You're, you're telling them to tune out right away uh, but it it does offer the opportunity for thought leadership within your field. Mm-hmm. So as you mentioned, if you're a business and you know you're passionate about what it is that you do, you know what the trends are moving forward, you can really give people some education on what it is that your business is all about as opposed mm-hmm. to saying buy this product, uh, then you have a show because you're you're educating people. And if you can do it in an entertaining way, you've got yourself a pretty good podcast.
2: And you're
0: inviting them to be part of a relationship. And I think that's important. Yes. Uh, and I want to talk more about all the other different ways as well. But in terms of inviting that relationship, you may already have a group that you want to be promoting this to versus ones that you might need to go out and find an audience.
1: Yep, that's very true. So it, we'll, yeah.
0: we'll be talking more about, you know, what does that look like? How do we pod? What I, I, in fact, the next uh, segment, I want to do what. Is a podcast? I want sure. the actual because I I have a feeling it has something to do with an iPod uh. that we no longer have, <laughs> and so the question of you know what should we be calling this? Is this really just you know internet radio and 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 what things are all about that? Anyway, my friends, we're going to be coming up for uh, some commercial breaks. Uh, come back, listen more to Ian Levitt and his studio Americana and all the cool things that they're doing with it. And you're listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota here in, uh, on Connection's radio show.
2: My name's Micaela. I joined the Army at 17. When I got back from Iraq a few years ago, I became pregnant and ended up homeless.
1: No veteran should ever face homelessness. The U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs is working hard to end Veteran homelessness by the end of 2015. VA offers programs to help eligible Veterans stay healthy, find a job, and secure or maintain safe, stable housing. With a simple call to 877-424-3838, specialists can connect Veterans to the services and support they have earned, regardless of their branch or era of service.
2: My life works now. I got help from VA, and now I'm on a mission to share these resources.
1: VA is here to help. If you or a veteran you know is homeless or at immediate risk of becoming homeless, call 877-424-3838 or chat online at va.gov homeless.
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Scott Shamblott from Shambot Family Dentistry, where the fear-free, get-you-out-of-pain-now dental office. We always offer a free exam and x-rays for new patients because we believe you shouldn't have to pay to find out what's wrong with your teeth. Call today. We're open early and late and Saturdays to fit your schedule. As my daughter Rachel says,
2: If you don't see my dad, please see another dentist. Take care of your teeth because they're the only ones you get. Call 1-800-FIXMYTEETH or visit fixmyteeth.us. Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul is a perfect choice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week, offering daily fresh seafood specials, fire roasted meats, exquisite pizza, and half price bottles of wine on Mondays and Tuesdays, except on Excel Energy Center event nights. Once you experience their cozy fireside dining, extensive wine list, and bar, you'll be back for more. Gift certificates available located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. Spur your imagination at Stages Theatre Company with the steampunk dance-inspired musical, The Nightingale. You'll be charmed by the reimagining of Hans Christian Andersen's classic fairy tale as a whirlwind of mayhem, when a watchmaker's mechanical bird creates a frenzy in the mayor's festival of progress. A delightfully contagious tune turns into a comical clatter as they yearn for the original nightingale's songs of natural beauty. Enjoy the journey as the town learns to find balance between technological progress and the healing music of the real nightingale. This world premiere musical is told through original music and is the sixth collaboration with Escalate Dance. It features ballet, tap, jazz, contemporary, and folk centric dancing and choreography. The Nightingale runs March 9th to the 25th and will be loved by all ages. For ticket information, visit stagestheatre.org.
0: Welcome back to Connections Radio Show where we like to talk about ideas that matter. And in this week's show, we're exploring podcasts. And I'm getting educated. I wanted a podcast 1101, so who did I call? I called my good friend, Ian Livett, who has created a new studio, Studio Americana. Welcome, Ian.
1: Thanks, Lori. I appreciate this.
0: Absolutely. I uh, I feel like I needed the education (laughs) because it's coming more and more around me. And I'm hearing more and more... What podcasts do you listen to? Well, how are your podcasts going? And what's your reach with your podcast? And I, I stare blankly and go, <laughs> that's nice. So I want to be able to say more than that's nice. So I did a little research before um, our show today on what is a podcast. And this is the one definition that I want to use today that I want you to react to. And oh, I, I can't and, wait. I can't and it wait. was fun because it was like, oh, that's in a podcast too? So a podcast is a multimedia file, and then they have in parentheses – Audio or video. Okay, so that was a new one. I thought it was all like, you know, mm-hmm. audio. So it, I guess it can be video too. That is part of a feed, which I, okay, right, feed. Um, an author can publish podcasts on a regular schedule. And when the author publishes a new podcast, anyone who is a subscriber to the feed. Using an aggregator will get the file downloaded automatically. The feed can be thought of as a series of podcasts that have been published. Some refer to the whole thing as podcasts, and that's where I stop.
1: Help yeah. me decipher oh, that. Goodness. I Lori... look at that
0: and I go, "I have I, I read it. I, I still know. don't know." No, well,
1: and and I think the length of the description that author went to has everything to do with. Um, one of the larger challenges in podcasting right now, and that is that for whatever reason, um, and I think you alluded to it earlier, uh, one of them is the fact that podcasting doesn't have a connotation like radio does. Yes, you I say, get radio. Right.
0: I totally get it. And totally podcasting there. is
1: radio. And it's been over. I don't even know what the right term would be, but it's it's been overcomplicated. But it's radio that is available on demand. Like, when you click on, you know, if if you're using Netflix at home, Mm -hmm. it's like being able to watch your favorite show on Netflix, only it's in audio form. As you mentioned, I mean, there are video podcasts. People do that on YouTube, uh, and we do a few of those here at our studio. Uh, If you're into watching people do podcasts, that's fine, (laughs) you know. Uh, But really... When they talk about like the aggregator and the feed and all that sort of thing, that's real. But for the end user, for the person listening to the podcast, it's just a radio show that you can listen to on your iPhone or on your Android or on whatever device that you want to use. And you can listen to it whenever you want. So the reason your show is podcasted is because if someone isn't listening at 9 a.m. on a Saturday... They can still listen at 2 p.m. on a Thursday because it's right there on their phone. So that's what a podcast is. It's just radio that is
0: on demand. Well, I had a good friend tell me once that podcasts are kind of like going to a flea market. You know, there's a lot out there. (laughs) Yep. And you have to sort through a lot. Yeah. But when you find that gem... It's like such a beautiful gem that you cherish it. And, you know, with our niche world that we live in, I mean, we can find just about anything. So, you know, help me with how do you find podcasts? How do you look for those gems?
1: That's a very good question. And lately what I've been recommending to people, first thing first, if you're very unfamiliar to podcasts, Google or Bing or whatever it is you want to use, something that you like. Uh, if you have a hobby, if you have an interest, if you're uh, – whatever whatever thing that you're into, Google that word and add the word podcast to it. And you're going to find, I almost guarantee you, multiple podcasts on that particular issue. Like you said, it can be a flea market. You might have two that are duds <laughs> and one that's really good. Uh-huh. um and maybe you'll have four that aren't very good, so maybe you need to be the person to do that podcast. Uh, but that's that's the first way I recommend people is just go to a search engine, type in something you like, and add the word podcast. So you like to antique. So you go antique
0: podcast. Boom.
1: That one I bet you has a minimum of 1,000 <laughs> podcasts. Uh, and if you use something like iTunes, which is still the most popular platform where people listen to podcasts because if you have an iphone or any sort of i device there's just a little app that comes with it that says podcasts and then you can just search through there for whatever you want um but for people with android phones or just anything non-apple there's a slew of options out there one we had talked about before the show is called podcatcher yeah that
0: kind of caught my eye yeah podcatcher is... I, I, I'm sorry, but it does remind me like the you know, the pod people. <laughs> you know, yeah. You've got these like, podcatchers well, out there. No, <laughs> no, and I,
1: that, that's the thing. The reason it doesn't have so much connotation as radio does is because people see the word and they say, well, what the heck is a pod? Exactly. This doesn't make any... And, and then... And then if they read that definition, that you had, it's like, no, nah, I'm just going to check out of all this. Exactly. But no, podcasting is just radio on demand. And the reason it's called podcasting, you're absolutely right, is because it became po- possible for content creators to make their own shows without a radio transmitter at the same time that iPods were around. Ah. And so you could just listen to it on your iPod. But iPods <laughs> aren't even made anymore. I mean, who, who,
0: who even has? Yeah. An iPod, they just don't. So it was
1: it, it was a mission of mine early on to <laughs> replace the word with something else because the word gave so many headaches to an issue that's very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have decided that it's going to take too much time and money to try and turn <laughs> that ship around. Fight so, the battle yeah. of the pod. We'll wait till we're down the road on that. But
0: yeah, it's, but internal radio or uh, internet radio, internet
1: radio. Yep, yeah, it's, it's right there. And and again, it's something that the ease of use of it is the key to it because you can just click on it. At your convenience. You can start and stop while you're on your commute or while you're out running or whatever it is you're doing.
0: And I did interrupt you. So Podcatcher. Oh. Tell me what a Podcatcher is. Oh, a Podcatcher. Well,
1: Podcatcher is just a is an application, is an app, a software program um, that a lot of people like to use, especially if they're not Apple users, if they're not using an iPhone or something like that. Podcatcher is a different app you can download that pulls from all the other places that people are putting podcasts on so that if you have the podcatcher app and you search for connections radio it's going to pull it from wherever it currently is so it's just a it's one of the better options out there for people that want to learn or want to hear cool podcasts is to is to do podcatcher
0: so that's if you're looking for podcasts and you're looking for um Cool things to listen to. In our next segment, I want to talk about what if there's some folks out there that really like the idea of being able to podcast. Sure. They're going to be able to create a radio show.
1: Right. A radio. I mean, who sh- does, I've wanted my own radio show since I was like 13 <laughs> years old. And I'm one of the lucky ones that actually got to have one. So we're, we want to help people do that for themselves. Because when I started it, when I started it, we... I remember my friend Brian growing up, we would sit on the little boom box, and we'd have a tape recorder in there, and we'd wait for a radio station to play a song that we wanted to play, and then we'd quick hit record, and then we'd DJ it through the little mics that are on the oh, on that. Fun. And, you know, essentially that's what people are doing when they're doing it on their iPads as well. Um but, but but you
0: can take it up a notch now. Yes. And, and and I and I did the same thing. I mean there's just something great about, you know, playing radio DJ. But what if you're able to really communicate about things that you feel passionately about?
1: That is the best po- in my opinion those are the best
0: podcasts. And in their next segment I want to talk about how you can take your idea, whether that's a hobby or part of your profession or part of your mission that you want to be able to share some messages out there. How do you get an audience and how do you do the podcast and how Studio Americana helps? So, and we're also on March 22nd going to be having an open house at Studio Americana. And you can go to fits-radio.com and you can register and you can see Ian
1: and you can see his new cool studio. And yep, you do have to get tickets for it. But yes, we're doing that this Thursday and looking forward to it.
0: So thanks for listening to Connections Radio on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back after a few short announcements. The Spring St. Paul Art Crawl, presented by the St. Paul Art Collective, will be running April 27th, 28th, and 29th. This is a must-do experience that you will love. Over the weekend, you'll have the chance to explore a wide variety of art while touring through local artist studios, lofts, and galleries. Hosting over 350 artists, up for purchase will be paintings, photography, pottery, sculpture, fiber arts, and more. The Art Crawl sprawls over 34 locations. Join the Art Crawl and discover outstanding art for you to own. When you buy local art, you're providing to artists so that they may continue to create the art we love. The Metro Transit is supporting the local art community with free transit passes. Download your pass to ride buses and light rail for free during the art crawl. Be sure to get details at the St. Paul
2: art That's the PaulArtcrawl.org. Your Imagination at Stages Theater Company with the steampunk dance-inspired musical The Nightingale. You will be charmed by the reimagining of Hans Christian Andersen's classic fairy tale as a whirlwind of mayhem when a watchmaker's mechanical bird creates a frenzy in the mayor's festival of progress. A delightfully contagious tune turns into a comical clatter as they yearn for the original Nightingale's songs of natural beauty. Enjoy the journey as the town learns to find balance between technological progress and the healing music of the real Nightingale. This world premiere musical is told through original music and is the sixth collaboration with Escalate Dance. It features ballet, tap, jazz, contemporary, and folk-centric dancing and choreography. The Nightingale runs March 9th to the 25th and will be loved by all ages. For ticket information, visit stagestheater.org.
0: I'm Lori Fitz from Connections Radio Show, and on March 17th from 9 to 10 a.m., I'll be having our longtime friend to AM 950, Ian Levitt. Ian is now the producer and owner of Studio Americana. We'll be talking about how podcasting has become an incredibly powerful tool for communication and thought leadership. Learn about his upcoming workshop, hosted at Studio Americana, taking place on March 22nd. Listen in and get connected on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Connections Radio Show wants to feature your favorite nonprofits as well as the arts that mean the most to you. Do you have a nonprofit you care about or an artist that you'd like to have featured on Connections Radio Show? We have very reasonable advertising and sponsorship packages that would provide for an on-air segment or perhaps a whole show. Interested? I'm Lori Fitz and contact me at fitzradio at gmail.com. That's F-I-T-Z radio at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Hunter Haas. Today, mostly sunny with a high near 41. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low row 22. And Saturday, sunny with a high near 48. This week's EatLocalMinnesota.com restaurant of the week is Our Kitchen. Our Kitchen serves some of the most delicious comfort food around. Their family-owned
2: diner-style restaurant has been located at 36 between Eldridge and Brian for over 76 years. Find out more at EatLocalMinnesota.com.
1: I'm Standing Up for the Middle Class. Tom Hartman here on the Progressive Voice of Minnesota, AM 950, KTNF, St. Louis Park, Minneapolis, St. Paul.
0: Good morning and welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter and ways we get connected. I'm Lori Fitz, your host. And today we have a special guest, a real great friend of AM950, Ian Levitt, who has started Studio Americana that's really dedicated to support podcasters. Did you know you could be a podcaster? Any one of us can be a podcaster. I happen to be a podcaster because I have a radio show and it comes up as a podcast, but you don't have to. You can create your own radio show, Ian. Tell yes. us about some of the folks that you work with that help uh, that you help doing podcasting. And I, I want to put a personal note in here, in that um, Ian was our program director and was there to support us. And I, I think he's taking the next step in being able to help even a wider range of broadcaster podcasters, if you prefer, mm-hmm. um, to get their message out to yeah. anywhere. In the world which is just a fabulous concept we're not just broadcasting to our local twin cities you know there are people all over the world that you can reach through podcasting and whether that be you're wanting to reach friends family local or international we have a fabulous opportunity and as we look into the future in terms of what does Where does the Internet connect us? Mm-hmm. And I want to piggyback off
1: that specifically as it relates to, you know, a, a lot of the audience here at AM950 is, you know, we had, we are in the Twin Cities metro area, right? That's where the transmitter is. And thanks to the podcast, any of the shows on AM950, at least any of the local shows, can be pushed out um, online, which means they can reach any corner of the world. And I think whereas you have a transmitter, that effectively reaches a very large population here in the state of Minnesota, politically, when we see what's going on in some rural areas, you also have to understand that they don't have any of this media, that they don't have an AM 950 in Brainerd or, Mm -hmm. you know, in southern Minnesota, areas like that. So there's only 29
0: stations in the whole
1: country that have a liberal progressive. Right. (laughs) And podcasting for no matter what your passion or goal is, is an opportunity to have those same radio shows present in areas that are nowhere near the transmitter. So if there's a show that you're really into and you have some friends in a rural area in Minnesota that you think they need to hear it, you just share it right there on your Facebook page, and now they can listen to a show that, you know, five years ago would have been impossible for them to hear.
0: It's wild. Yeah. I remember when we first started doing a show, where I first started doing a show, it was called The Wake Up Call, which some of you may remember. Um, When we first found out, some of the folks that were listening internationally, it was like, we have a following in India?
1: Yep. Really? And that's because you could track it. Yes. Which is another beautiful thing about podcasting is you can track where... Every single person is listening. I mean, it doesn't tell you, you know, Joe Smith is listening in Shoreview right now. No, but you get the country. Yeah, but it would say two people are listening in Shoreview (laughs) right now. So, yeah, that's another very cool feature. It
0: was. I mean, I saw India and and there was Canada and we had had a following in Australia. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Uh, And to be able to do that for whatever message that you're doing, Mm -hmm. I've got to believe would be cool for folks. Yep. So the, th- the reason some people do it we talked uh, in the first segment that you may have a business and you may have a, uh, you might be a thought leader that you want to share that maybe within you may be a business to business it may be business to your customers or just or if you're in a competitive industry
1: and mm-hmm. you have a podcast and you know your stuff and you're out there presenting that 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 puts you a notch above your competition in that particular arena and you look by the way pretty cutting edge when you're doing it
0: Absolutely I mean I can imagine let's Say I'm looking for a hobby farm. You know, is there someone out there on a podcast that's you know selling hobby farms? And what are some things that I should be thinking about when I right. you know buy that hobby farm? Right. Well, if I can listen and then and and then oh my goodness, I really like this person who's you know she seems like she really knows what she's doing. I want to connect with her.
1: Yeah. Yep. And you were asking about you know some of the people that we have worked with mm-hmm. to date, and um, it's been really interesting. I mean, we opened May of last year, and the kind of clients we've had have been so diverse that it's fun i mean as the guy that owns the place and gets to (laughs) listen to all the shows i really like doing it but you know one of the one of the latest ones that we have here is a guy named brian laskin he is a he's a dentist has his own practice in minnetonka but he also is an inventor and what he does his invention is essentially integrating vr uh virtual reality with your dental appointment. Oh, so, wild. Yeah. So as opposed to, or I suppose along with people that are very nervous about going to the dentist, having the nitrous or having the headphones uh-huh. in, uh, he invented something where you put the VR mask on and all of a sudden you're not face-to-face with that dentist anymore. And it takes a lot of anxiety away for
0: people. You're in fantasy lab. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I could go there. Yeah.
1: So, and, and he, you know, I fortunately have not had, I don't have the apprehension about the dentist that I know a lot of people have, uh-huh. but um, um
0: i bet he's had fun talking about it yeah
1: yeah and And i bet
0: people are like what right (laughs) and
1: his his is even geared toward other dental practices and talking Uh about you know the experiences that they share and not only he doesn't even mention his technology a whole lot because again you can't just sit there and do the hard sell you want to talk about your passions and and uh he does that very well in this and I've learned a lot about the dental industry I'd say.
0: So there is education involved.
1: Definitely.
0: Um you may want to have a topic that has nothing to do with your career but that you feel passionately about in educating.
1: Absolutely. That's a that's a big that's a big segment of podcasters mm-hmm. right there.
0: Yep. Wanting to educate on a topic that maybe they feel passionately about or they have a hobby yep. and they have a group of people um, they could, live in the corporate world, but they love movies, and they uh, want a podcast about movies. Sure. Yeah. Or theater. Yes, or theater. And there's also um, folks that, that do want to get topical. You know, we, mm-hmm. we have AM950 that does a beautiful job with political viewpoints, but the podcasts give you also a range of political viewpoints.
1: Absolutely, and a range there is, <laughs> I would say. and And that's, you know, in the time that we live in now, that's something that a lot of people... You know they they want to be involved. They want to get their voice out there. They they feel that they're they can bring something to the table that's mm-hmm. not part of the zeitgeist. Pod, a podcast is uh, probably the best way to do that.
0: Now, when someone comes in and they go, "Yeah, I, I'd like to do it, but I, I don't know how." Mm-hmm. One of the things that you said in the first segment, which struck me, was you're there to help them. You're helping them to understand you know, even how to work with a microphone yep. and and how to think through. What is the program? Because it's one thing to have an idea that you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. It does take a different kind of preparation to think through what is the program that you're offering. So how do you, how do you help coach people on that? Well, I
1: like to start with taking people where – understanding where they really are. Because we do have people that come in they have a great, strong personality. They're a good fit for doing something like this. But as you say, they've never really thought through the format. What is, you know, what do I need to prepare for? What kind of, not only what kind of questions do I need to be asking of people, but um, how do I need to ask it in a way that's going to elicit a response that isn't, uh, bland and generic and that sort of thing. Uh, how do I plan? What does 10 minutes of on-air look like? What do I need to prepare for to do that? Um, so it really depends on the individual that we're working with. But that's, again, that kind of is what I, I like about this, is throughout the the decades I did radio, uh, I, I've certainly had to put out a lot of fires. I've had to work with a large... Uh, uh, variation of personalities, and I think everybody's got their strengths, and everybody has things that can be improved. And we try to very um delicately help people just kind of refine the edges a little bit.
0: How, how to get to the next level? Yeah, which I think is important yeah. becomes an education as well that you're getting now. And that's fair, and I think it's important to point out that you can do podcasts on your own.
2: Absolutely. Trust, trust me,
0: everything I read to prepare for this only confused me more about how you would do your own podcast. Uh-huh. Um, and I want to uh, touch on that. But you're also pretty much alone out there and you don't have that person giving you feedback and you don't have this is an educational opportunity and that's something that i'm drawn to and wanting to promote for you sure is that if you really want to go on a journey that's more than just you know having a little you know microphone and you're talking into the ether right and you truly want to get some professional support there's not many studios that are like this in the country
1: no there aren't uh there's when we opened up i was aware of two in New York, one in Boston, one in LA. Uh, I wasn't aware of anybody in the twin cities certainly not doing it kind of the way or at the level that we're doing it here. So no, it's it's a very new concept and as a person that's never owned a brick and mortar business before, it's been and we also had a daughter this year, so it's been a very interesting <laughs> 365 days that we've been going through here. But yeah, I think that comprehensive approach of Taking people where they are, as opposed to you know, you come in and this is what you have to do, and we'll just you know hit record. Yeah,
0: and there's plenty of production studios that will do the hit record. Yep, and but they don't have the background necessarily in radio, Certainly, and and yeah. if you don't have the background in radio, it's hard to get the support that you need for this um, internet radio. And I think that you bring two things. You bring the background that you've had of the twenty years of working in radio, but you've got a vision of the future of what the what what could it look like? What if we were all accessing podcasts on a more regular basis, but we want to take it up a notch and have it sound professional. And I'll tell you, Lori, that has a whole lot to
1: do with why I called it Studio Americana. Because I've had a lot of people ask, well why isn't podcast in the name of your studio and why Americana? And The way I look at it is what's happening right now, everything we've been talking about this hour about podcasting being this new pioneering phase in radio, it is gonna flush itself out. And I do believe that what content becomes the most popular on podcasts is going to have a lot of influence on what you hear on over the air radio as well. And so if you fast forward 10, 20, 30 years down the road, when people look back at this time, podcasting as it forms itself into being the new type of radio is going to be seen as Americana. This is going to Mm. this time will be Americana of the future. And so that I also really like the word, but, you know, I, that, was, that was kind of the, the idea is that um, this is, because I do hope that in 10 years they're not calling it podcasting anymore, but yeah. who knows if that's going to be the case. Um, <laughs> well, but
0: what yeah. I like about when you say Americana that way, and, and there is a definite twinkle in your eye when you, you say that word, I also think of diversity. And I yes. think of diverse voices having access, yes. that it's almost the great equalizer.
1: And that's – I, I you are nailed it. That is going to be a big part of this period of time when people look back is that all of a sudden voices that had no opportunity on traditional broadcast media – um, now, did and what influence they're going to have on the future is going to be amazing to watch as well.
0: well I want to make sure that folks know that coming up on Thursday, this Thursday, March 22nd, there's going to be how to launch your podcast, and that's going to be at Studio Americana to register. And yes, there is a registration because we want to make sure that we do, you know, beautiful work mm-hmm. to support them. And I know Ian really wants to make sure that he does nice one on one time with you. You can register at fits radio.com. And I'm going to be there. You're going to be there. I'm excited about being there.
1: That's right. That's right. And uh, and we'll give we're going to give anyone that's listening here the promo code FITZ F I T Z. So if you type that in when you register, you get five dollars off.
0: Ooh, a discount by just knowing me. You made the connection. (laughs) So here we are on Connections Radio on AM nine fifty, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we'll be right back. I'm Lori Fitz from Connections Radio Show, and on March 17th, from 9 to 10 a.m., I'll be having our longtime friend to AM 950, Ian Lovett. Ian is now the producer and owner of Studio Americana. We'll be talking about how podcasting has become an incredibly powerful tool for communication and thought leadership. Learn about his upcoming workshop, hosted at Studio Americana, taking place on March 22nd. Listen in and get connected on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota.
2: What could be more Russian than Matryoshka, the nesting doll? I welcome you to see one of the largest collection of Matryoshka in the world, now on display at the Museum of Russian Art. A stunning range of sizes, types and areas are represented, showing how this iconic
1: souvenir has evolved over the last 120 years. Our thanks to Target for sponsoring this extraordinary exhibition, Open Daily. Find out about all our exhibitions and events at tmora.org. That is tmora.org.
0: Being a foster grandparent has definitely given me a purpose in life. I'm a best student because of her.
1: Foster grandparents are role models, tutors, and friends to children with exceptional needs.
0: So we go into the classroom and work with those children who are not quite up to their grade level.
2: Best part of being a foster grandparent volunteer, watching the light light up in a kid's eyes. And you can see their success and it's really rewarding. I am so proud of the work that I do here. It is the best feeling in the world.
0: She helps me with reading sometimes. I love Grandma Lydia. Thank you, Grandma. Thank you, Grandma Carol. Thanks, Grandma Jen, for helping me.
2: I'm living again, and the foster grandparent did that for me. It's the best part of my life.
1: To learn more about how to become a foster grandparent and help children in need, call 1-800-942-2677 or visit SeniorCorps at Nationalservice.gov.
0: The Spring St. Paul Art Crawl, presented by the St. Paul Art Collective, will be running April 27th, 28th, and 29th. This is a must-do experience that you will love. Over the weekend, you'll have the chance to explore a wide variety of art while touring through local artist studios, lofts, and galleries. Hosting over 350 artists, up for purchase will be paintings, photography, pottery, sculpture, fiber arts, and more. The Art Crawl sprawls over 34 locations. Join the Art Crawl and discover outstanding art for you to own. When you buy local art, you're providing to artists so that they may continue to create the art we love. The Metro Transit is supporting the local art community with free transit passes. Download your pass to ride buses and light rail for free during the art crawl. Be sure to get details at the St. Paul art That's the st.paulartcrawl.org. Welcome to Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz, and today we've been having such a good time with our good friend Ian Levitt. He's now started Studio Americana, and what's so cool about this studio is that it supports podcasting. He's been a delight today to help me understand what is podcasting, besides just reruns of my show that I know are podcasts. But there's an opportunity for anyone uh, to get involved. The Studio Americana, what what? What do all voices have a chance now to do? And with that, uh, I want to first welcome Ian. Thank, thank you, Lori. Thank you for being here today. And I'd also like to have you tell us about this very cool open house, because I have a feeling that there are plenty of AM950 listeners mm-hmm. that would like to come see you. Uh, yeah,
1: so it's coming up this Thursday here at the studio. And I should, by the way, say we're recording here at the studio today. So, yeah. Um, this is what it sounds
0: like. <laughs> it's uh,
1: professional. <laughs> um, we uh, uh, this Thursday we're going to be doing a workshop from four to six thirty, and and that whole time isn't the workshop. So the first half hour you get a chance to tour the studio. Uh, then for the next hour, we're I'll be talking about um how to prepare for a show this isn't necessarily again how to plug a microphone into a mixer into your computer that sort of thing it's more about how to prepare yourself mentally uh what kind of things that you need to put together to have a good show what kind of things to think about like music what kind of music can i use that sort of thing that people don't necessarily think about before they do and what not to use what not to use yep that's a huge (laughs) part of it yep so that'll be uh that'll be my part of the presentation uh, and then we are going to have one of the hosts of a show that's that's being done here, called Under the Veil. It's about um, weddings. It's all about it's this fantastic show about weddings in the Twin Cities, and it's a wedding planner that interviews different vendors and different people that have had weddings in the Twin Cities, and it's a really, I'll call it, candid look <laughs> at. Uh, Almost wedding culture Uh-oh. in the Twin Cities. So she's going to be doing a show talking about how to, or she's going to be speaking after after me about how to uh, present your podcast in a way that's going to be
0: meaningful. And we're not going to talk about it too much in this segment, um, but maybe in future shows. One of the things I'm sure she'll bring up is how she got sponsorship.
1: Yes, and yep. and
0: that is something that you know. Not to get into the mix today, but there mm-hmm. are ways that you can have your your podcast get supported.
1: Yes, there absolutely are. In fact, I'll just say briefly: if you're uh, if you're doing it as a hobby and you have other people that don't necessarily want to quote unquote, sponsor the show and be like, "Eh, Billy Bob gave me this sponsorship. There's a really cool website called Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com that connects podcasters to people that just like the podcast and then they'll donate like five bucks a month to it. So there are streams of revenue. But yeah, that's a that's a long conversation. Yeah,
0: (laughs) we might save that for another time.
1: Sounds good. So yeah, so it'll be the the tour, then the uh, two presentations, and then we're going to have a happy hour afterwards with some beer and wine because am 950 listeners know i like <laughs> like my craft beer and, and, and
0: uh, i will definitely be there throughout the whole but i will especially be partying when it comes <laughs> to the wine and beer
1: and we do want to have a big q a part of this too because as we've talked about this whole hour it is you know there needs to be a, a, a more thorough understanding that this isn't that difficult of a medium right like podcasting radio they're the same thing. One has a transmitter, one doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's that's the difference. But people have a myriad of questions. I want to be, be sure that we open that up uh, for a lot of that as well.
0: Well, as I was researching for the show, I saw, as I said earlier, a lot of technical terms. And I think uh, we've been talking about maybe even providing a glossary. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's nice to have a cheat sheet just so that when someone does ask you these questions, you yeah. can go, oh, yeah, I know what a wave is. Yeah, right. yeah no <laughs> problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> MP3, wave, yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, I get it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that you know, it, and and again, I I don't mean to just Uh, shamelessly promote what we're doing uh, because people are at a very different skill level depending on where they're at, how long they've been doing it, if they've been doing it. But our idea is no matter where you are, we can take you to that finish line. So if you're a starter and you're like, I don't want to touch the buttons, I don't want to know how to deal with iTunes, no problem. We can go A to Z on that. But if we have people that just say, hey, I I just need a little bit of editing on this podcast that we're doing, we do that as well.
0: Well, I think that brings up a good point. Um, Part of how podcasts get out there is that they're on various platforms. Do you want to just do a short overview of the platforms that are out there that you connect with, that you support the person mm-hmm. with that podcast so that they know, oh my goodness, I don't need to know all this, but there's some real technical things that Certainly. that um, are difficult if you're doing it all by yourself.
1: Yep. Well, one of the things you're, you'll hear... Um, if you're getting into doing your own podcast, is you're going to inevitably hear three letters, and those letters are RSS. And RSS is a code that is used based on <laughs> – oh, boy, this is going to get technical <laughs> – uh, based on the source website that's hosting your show. So you record the show, that audio file – you then upload to a certain source, and then that source creates something called an RSS feed. And that RSS feed is— I'm then, already
0: going. I know. I'm already no, going. Get C- it. C- <laughs> C- let me go to Studio Americana and just do it, okay? <laughs> I get it, yeah. Uh,
1: but that's what feeds iTunes. That That's what feeds any of the things that YouTube. Podcatcher is going to pick up. YouTube is different because YouTube is video. Okay. So YouTube is, is you know— um, YouTube is a little bit of a different beast as far as all that goes, but an RSS feed is for audio platforms, for for listening, for Mm -hmm. radio online. Um, The RSS feed is basically your little individual snowflake code. That is, you know, no matter where Lori's show is. He's
0: using terms I right? understand, which I appreciate. Yep, yep I like being a snowflake. Yep.
1: So you got um, whatever your individual show is, you can share out that RSS feed to all these other different popular platforms mm-hmm. that, that then just point to. You don't see it pointing to. It's all mm-hmm. happening internally. But they point to that place where you're housing the physical
0: audio file. So then it becomes, you do all of that, which I love. It's kind of like-
2: We've make had sure. a lot of people yeah. say that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. How about you, you do that? You,
0: you do that. Yeah. But there, you also can give some coaching on how to promote it with yep. social media. Yep. I mean, you're really getting the full meal deal when you come to a production studio that gets it and yeah. that gets what pro- podcasting is all about.
1: And and that's, a, you just hit on something really good and that, you know, how do you spread it out once you've recorded it and you put it onto iTunes? Then the most powerful way to spread it out is through word of mouth. So if you have, so if you do it through your social media, if you're a business, you put it on your newsletter, you put it on emails. Uh, that is, that's a big part of it. And I know we don't have time to go into that. But
0: Oh, but guess what? What? On March 22nd, That's right. You'll be able to. That's right. And so come to the studio. Come see Studio Americana uh, to sign up. What you're going to have to do is fits-radio.com. There'll be a place there for you to register. We'd love to see you. We'd love to have our AM950 folks there to learn about how they can do a radio show, too. So um, thank you. Thank you, Lori.
1: This has been great. It's fun to be back on... On AM 950 again. And earlier, I I have have to say, you mentioned, you know, a friend of AM 950, which I very much consider myself. I feel like a few people think I'm not so much of a friend for leaving them on the air. But uh, there's so much opportunity here. And I want to help other people do what I did. And uh, and keep this message going.
0: And you're on Connections, where we make those connections and we keep those connections alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this has been wonderful. So thanks for listening. You're listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. And you've been listening to Connections Radio Show about podcasting. Thanks, Ian.
1: Thank you, Lori.